Hello everyone, welcome back to Social Rewired, the weekly lifestyle podcast which talks about the joys and tragedies of growing up in the 21st century. I'm your host, Neil Fitzgerald, and we are here today for the first episode of season three. everyone this is so exciting to be back this is the 25th episode of this podcast which is absolutely insane I'm so excited to be here I'm definitely taking a different approach to this season we're going more relaxed a bit less scripted and I'm just looking forward to being here I do have like my list of things I want to talk about though so yeah I'm just so happy to be here have you missed me I hope you did because I missed you guys a lot yeah but I took a good amount of time off this time and I really feel like I'm ready to be back in the podcasting chair in front of a microphone this is my happy place I haven't necessarily been up to much I'm on summer holidays this is my third week off which is absolutely insane I can't believe we're here already excited to be on holidays a bit scared I have a lot of exams next year so we're still working I still have a lot of work to do quick update so for the podcast as you know I was posting every Friday that is now changing to every Sunday sorry if that screws up anything um it kind of just wouldn't fit in with my schedule going into the new school year so we just changed we just changed the um I don't know why I thought Friday was a good idea because I had to spend most of my school week planning and writing so at least I get like a couple of extra days to work on the podcast make it as great as it can be of course so I want to start off this episode I can't believe we're on season three how mad is that like honestly I can't get over the support it's insane we're gonna bring you some dilemmas today we've got some feeding the fame and i've just a lot we have to talk about so let's get the ball rolling i want to start off with a quote because here on the socially rewired family if you're new um if you're watching this on youtube and you've never listened to me before hi this is what Social Rewired is. We have kind of like three different sections. One where I just ramble at you, talk about a specific topic I want to talk about, just whatever I want. Then we go into the Dilemma Diary, which you've sent in dilemmas and we answer them. They're usually about like relationships, love, all that fun stuff. Um, And then we do Feeding the Fame, which is where I give you the latest and hottest celeb gossip, darling, and we discuss it. But let's get into the quote. I was lying in bed. um, And as we all know, Neve becomes a genius when it comes to self-reflection and anything that isn't like actual work. I'm a genius past 10 p.m. I could give you the most philosophical, biblical, just explanations (laughs) or anything past that time and so my creative juices are flowing at 10 p.m um definitely not my academic juices they go to bed very early but my creative juices come alive honestly it's a miracle so yeah by 10 p.m i do turn into a genius and i thought of this quote and it is like i'm this is a realistic quote I ain't giving you rainbows and stars and if I see you on the moon will you look at me from a nah I'm not here for the cringy quotes I want something to be 
for you to think about uh for the next couple of days and you'd be like oh neve you know what you actually are kind of smart so um the quote is i'd rather prove people wrong than meet their expectations because who wants to live to fulfill other people's needs it's literally like why you why are you living then if you're just gonna live for other people and it was in my head it was kind of like breaking boundaries and like just proving people wrong like I'd rather people doubt me in the beginning than support me in the beginning because when I'm coming up with a new idea you honestly when people doubt you and you prove them wrong that feeling it's like euphoria like that high you couldn't even get that high on drugs honestly it is a different sensation you will ever feel but that feeling when you know those few are looking at you and you're on that high ladder and you're looking down at them you know they are gutted inside that they didn't like support you in the beginning and that's kind of how I felt with the podcast like everyone's kind of like uh, like not in the podcast scene and look where I am I just wanted to start with that because I thought it'd be a nice way to start um so I hope everyone's week has actually been good um you can use that quote bring it into your next week whatever you want to do um I'm actually going to Brighton tomorrow which should be good I need to keep reminding myself that this is not going up on Friday it's going up on Sunday so I would have you know been to Brighton and oh Friday it's a very monumental day I am having a party because it is One Direction's 11th anniversary which don't I need to stop talking about it otherwise I will shed a tear um so I will be watching This Is Us and living my best life I was considering getting a cake but okay that card might be still on the table (laughs) I'm I'm such an idiot honestly but I'm excited to watch This Is Us and have a great time something else I've been watching is Hollywood on Netflix it's a series that was like on my recommended like on the trending page also I found out that you know how it's like top 10 you know when you get that little banner on Netflix it's like top 10 in the UK it's not really it's like it's what it's all made for you like the algorithm is specifically made to push stuff that you actually want so when it says like oh recommended by whatever or top 10 in the country it's actually not top 10 in the country um it's just like you would enjoy it and it kind of just pushes you to watch it which it really does so I was watching Hollywood and it's kind of about just maybe it's basically old Hollywood I want to say 1950s but that could be very inaccurate I have no concept of time so I was watching this and it's really interesting it's kind of like what people do to get in the Hollywood scene it just it's crazy to me how that concept is still alive today like that could be reality can we just all think how incredible it would be just sitting in a bar I think about this all the time it's actually quite sad sitting in a bar like you just imagine like a whiskey on the rocks or whatever and then some guy who sits next to you have you ever been into acting and then you're like yes of course like I write and then it's like meet me at this studio and then you get a job and then you're the next Hollywood actor I do think about that all the time I somehow think that I'll be in a cafe one day and my life will change I don't know why 
the spot I've chosen is a cafe but um yeah I seem to think I'll be sat, sat in a bar alone you know I've just got fired from my nine to five and my life will change but I honestly I know that's quite rare to come around but I mean you've got to hope for these things I'm see I'm that kind of person where I feel my life will change like that I just honestly feel like it like something's gonna happen to me I don't know what it is I just have that feeling in my gut that something will happen and my life will be changed for the rest of my life whether I meet someone whether I do something whether something I do does something like I just feel my life is gonna change and can you tell I'm really happy right now so anyway I was watching this and be like god imagine like that was well, it probably was real life. It's probably based off like a real thing. But I was just watching it. I was like, oh my God, the whole concept, the whole idea of like your life changing and like the whole concept of Hollywood and how it's so dramatized and praised upon and it's seen like if you make it in Hollywood, you can make it anywhere, which I don't know is necessarily true because I feel like Hollywood can build the bigger stars but also tear them apart. So it's the pros and cons thing. But I was just watching it, it was like, God, I am going to be in a bar one day and someone's going to approach me and give me an acting deal. And I'm not even an actor. I don't even aspire to be an actor, but I just have that feeling. And I feel like you've got to have that feeling because you've got to have some hope in the universe that they're going to align the stars for you because otherwise you're going to be alone for a while god we're 15 minutes in and i haven't even got to any of the sections anyway uh talking about seeking fame um anyone still watching love island i i i've said this on the podcast i've given up unfortunately but um i was thinking about it the other day because i did watch the first couple episodes and actually I would love to just see how the numbers of the audience are doing compared to the other years. Because wasn't it like the most watched show in series three, I feel like? Not even like the Molly May. I feel like it was the Olivia Bowen that season. Olivia and Alex, that's what I was trying to think of. But was that because they like sold it to Netflix? I don't know. Showbiz for you. But I was thinking back to, you know, when they do those, um, what's it called? Like not auditions but they've they've been chosen and they sit in front of the camera you know that with the colorful background and they yeah um I was like thinking about them the other day and I've never really understood like having a type and obviously they talk about their type on when they're sat in the city like being interviewed and they always talk about their type and like tall dark and handsome someone that can take me on a dinner and buy me a private jet and I'm like you're on love island love you know you know chill out but um you're all on the same level when you enter that villa you're all searching for that pretty little thing deal and you know that boohoo man campaign you know what I'm saying so I feel like them coming in and being like I'm gonna find love like Brenda you're not though are you we all know how this goes um so anyway going back to the whole type thing I've never really understood having a type like I get it obviously like you're more attractive to A than B I understand that but I feel like sometimes people it's literally like building their perfect human and it's like no one's gonna fulfill that that you know that that was the kind of feeling I was getting from watching and um 
first of all, everyone's like, I want someone funny and nice. And I'm like, well, I hope so, Brenda. I hope you're not going on the show to meet some boring dude. No one, even in the real life, wants to date someone boring who's mean to them and like doesn't care about their feelings. No one should want to date that one anyway. I don't feel like we have to keep clarifying that. Yeah, anyway, I can't remember who it was, but someone said their type is blonde with light eyes. Light eyes. DNA. <laughs> They're judging someone off the DNA. But I get the blonde thing, kind of. You like blonde girls, great. Like, that can change. But you're... M- Let's be honest, most of the girls in that aren't natural blondes. I'm not slating that. I, you know, I have dyed blonde hair. But if your tight's blonde, fine. But I've never understood the eye colour thing. They can't... That doesn't affect literally anything. Don't be coming over there with your hazel eyes. Absolutely not. Stay away. Um, But I've just never... Like, you're saying their DNA is attractive, essentially. Maybe I'm just too smart for the game. Maybe that's just what's getting me wound up. Is that, like, I'm just too smart to be saying i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this i'm getting quite agitated talking about it so anyway i had quite a lot to talk about but i think i'm gonna leave it to the next episode because we need to crack on um (laughs) it is now time for the dilemma diary and let's see what we're gonna read today The Dilemma Diary is a segment on the show where I delve into your dilemmas which you've sent in. If you'd like to send in a dilemma, you can do so via the anonymous Google form linked in the description of this podcast. What's great about this part of the show is that all the dilemmas will stay anonymous, which makes The Dilemma Diary a safe place where we can all talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary. Disclaimer, I do not claim to be a professional advice giver, problem solver, doctor, therapist. I'm actually far from the sort, which means please take what I say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything i talk about god i haven't done that in a while i've kind of missed it though right let's get into it Hi Neve, I'm in a rut of what to do right now and I could use a second opinion. I met this guy at a party and we talked for like two hours and things were going really, really, really well. He had come alone to the party but he had friends there and I was friends with the host of the party. Okay, we're getting in this scene. I'm going to call you um, Polly and I'm going to call the guy Dave. Right, so we've got Polly and Dave here. They're having a real issue. Right, he had... Yeah, so we know about the friends bit. Well done. Um, I had never seen this guy before, but we had mutual friends. We immediately hit it off and we ended up going home together. A week goes by and I was talking to my friend who hosted the party and she said he had a girlfriend. Oh, boys, 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 boys. Um... I really feel bad uh, for the girlfriend, but I didn't know he was in a relationship and he gave off the impression the whole night he was single. What do I do? To tell or not to tell, that is the question. (laughs) That is the real question of life. Um, Right, from the girl, from what I should be saying, from the girl code perspective is 
tell the girlfriend she needs to know ASAP. Do I agree with that? We're going to talk about it, okay? If you tell this girlfriend, Dave's girlfriend, there is a 90% chance that relationship between Dave and his girlfriend will end. Um, And so you've kind of just made three lives difficult. Your own, Dave's, and the girlfriend's. So it isn't a great time. It's not easy breezy. It's not tell her and then it's none of your problem because it kind of still is so I don't know if I recommend like taking it to the grave and like not saying anything at all um because there's a high chance that you're not the only one if he's doing it with you he's giving off that impression to other people so you could be saving this girlfriend a lot of hassle but it's just the most unfortunate situation you haven't been able to look at him do something you've been involved in the situation to be honest i wouldn't say anything at first talk to the boy and be like you have to tell your girlfriend either you have to talk to Dave and sit him down and be like you need to talk to your girlfriend and say you're either breaking up or say that you've cheated which most likely will end in a breakup so let him feel like he has some sort of control um because he doesn't deserve it but I feel like he'll just resent you if you give him one option. So give him two options, which will most likely lead to the same thing. So tell, and then if that doesn't happen, you have to take matters into your own hands and be like, look, this has happened. But some girlfriends will be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like he was drunk or whatever. Like some people are like that. Most people aren't because most people know what's right and wrong and what how, how much they deserve. But it really sucks for you and I'm really sorry. Yeah, I think that's the best thing you're going to be able to do. Okay, next one. How do I support my best friend who's in a toxic relationship? Please help. I'm trying to be protective, but also trying not to drive her away. This is I completely understand this. It is so difficult to sit back sometimes and be like, they need to figure it out on their own. But unfortunately, to me, that is the only answer is to just sit back and just be there when they fall. Tell them in the beginning what you think the ending's going to be like, because you don't want to say, I told you so at the end. Do not say, I told you so. It's like maybe after like a couple months you can say it in a jokey way but no one wants to hear i told i told you so when they've gone through like a traumatic thing like that so just avoid that all cost please i'm like begging you um don't say that but make it clear in the beginning how you think it's gonna end up and most likely it will go that way yeah make it clear don't be pushy you know some things you honestly just have to figure out by yourself and you just have to let them do it unfortunately like delegate time for you to just be with them but it's as sad as it is honestly you just have to make your point sit back um surround yourself with some good people but it's also a good trait being able to identify toxic people so i will give you the credit for that so yeah that's it's always really sad because you know what's gonna happen but especially I don't know if this is a friendship or relation yeah it was relationships I'm guessing it's like with a partner um 
especially if they're together all the time and when you're immersed in the world of love you become blind to the red flags um but yeah just tell them you see these red flags but don't push and that's literally all you can do i'm afraid Um, the next one was like a little question and it's how to get over a breakup and I was watching Below Deck the other day and someone had unfortunately lost their parent and someone was like coaching them through it and there was that and she was like there is no time frame that you have to you know be over it by and I feel like people put pressure on themselves to get over it so quickly and the only way to get over a breakup is time but don't put a limit on yourself don't be like right in two months I need to be over this honesty because no one's put a time frame on you you have to take as long as you need everyone's different your partner's different they're gonna take a different time to you it may take you a year it may take you two weeks like it honestly just depends so don't put yourself like on anyone else's time frame especially if he's over it in two months and you need eight take eight you know what I mean like honestly don't feel bad about taking more time but that is the dilemma diary for this week let's go into feeding the fame um this is where I feed you the latest and hottest celeb gossip and headlines and discuss the positives the negatives and the ugly of all of it as always don't take any of these as facts this is the internet after all it's not the most dependable source and it never will be but without further ado let's get into it um okay a lot to discuss the sex and the city reboot is in full swing I actually need to rewatch one and two because is there two I think there's two right I've honestly I'm so excited for it that is like my type of film like a proper like set in New York just oh that gets me every time I love those films and I've seen so many paparazzi pictures of the outfits I'm just excited it's gonna be great Halsey has Halsey Halsey has given birth um which is so exciting as if you're new here you won't know but we love a good pregnancy announcement birth we like to have one every week because there is always one every week, sometimes multiple. Um, so yeah, Halsey was greeted with a glorious child this week and named them Ender Ridley Aiden, I believe. Um, was an Ender like a Minecraft thing or have I completely lost the plot? I don't know. Celebrity names, I feel, have just, I've become numb to them. I, th- I think the Kardashians definitely paved that way um or even like Beyonce with like Blue Ivy the crazier they're getting the more I'm like oh like of course why wouldn't you want to call your kid paint like you know like I'm just not shocked anymore JLo and Ben Affleck's relationship has definitely developed since the last time we talked about it they were spotted looking at mansions and schools you know that era is really coming back and I'm definitely here for it I love their relationship I just think it's so crazy especially with like the Kim Kanye stuff as well like you can be married for 15 years and then realize 
not the one how mad is that like because in your head you're like I'll be married by 27 I'll have kids by 31 and you're just like these people have been married for 10 years had like four kids and then realized they're not happy that's just crazy in my eyes um but obviously I'm not in their situation so Maya Jammer the queen herself I actually love Maya Jammer she is just so cool I think she's definitely paving the way for females in the entertainment industry has she's been recently spotted with her new boo Ben Simmons who's a basketball player I believe a lot of love has been happening since we last talked and I'm definitely here for it so yeah right let's talk about music this is one of my fave sections of the podcast I really like it it gets slipped in every so often um it's not like a permanent thing if you're new here but so my artist of the week I think it's got to go to Alec Benjamin for the past four weeks, to be honest, I've loved him. I just think he's so fun. And I I feel really bad for him listening to his music because I'm like, God, you were like really hurting. Um, or like, just, I don't know, it's that whole idea of discovery when people put that music kind of makes me like, I feel a bit, I don't know. Anyway, I love his music. I've loved him for a long time. I want to say like four years now or like whenever he released his first album like as soon as it came out I was like on it water fountain animals I have I talked about this before I feel like I've talked about it before getting a bit of deja vu also Olivia Rodrigo is killing it right now but that's doesn't matter so my favorites are Jesus in LA match in the rain oh my god I think those are my top picks um the playlist my playlist is currently consisting of Beverly Hills Boyfriend by Claire Rosencrantz featuring Roe Model, which is such a good song. What's the Use by Mac Miller. I've been really loving Mac Miller, rest in peace, really been loving Mac Miller recently. I don't know why. I was on a really long drive and it kind of just came on and shuffle and I just got in this Mac Miller hole. Um, I've also converted into a Swifty. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan now. I could sing you a lot of the songs. It's got on quite bad um you just can't beat a bit of taylor like it's definitely a love that's grown matured like a fine cheddar can you tell it's late like it's it's not past 10 p.m so i'm not in my genius phase it's like my intellects are slowly decreasing and i'm going into i don't know I'm going to shutdown mode, but it's it's okay. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to talk about on the podcast via the anonymous Google form linked in the description of this podcast. Follow Social Rewired on Instagram and TikTok for all updates and extra info. And I'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye.